They were shown into a large room with a boardroom table and armchairs for twenty-four people. Stone ashtrays set in polished brass were conveniently located within an arm's reach of each chair. There was no view to speak of, and the lighting was dulled by glass with years of smoke stains. The room smelled of wood, books, and smoke. At the center of the table, with his back to the windows, sat an elderly man with scrolls, leather bags, and four large books. Next to him was a middle-aged woman who must have been his secretary, as she waited on his every word. When Max and Sophia entered, the man stood. "'Max Harding, I presume? I am Sam Gren.' He extended his hand, and Max had to walk around the table to shake it. He didn't move. Sophia nodded and took a seat. Uh, "'When are the rest expected? Am I too early?' "'No, no. There are no others.' Max's head turned, trying to understand what he just heard. I, "'I'm sorry. I, I thought this was the reading of his will.' "'It is. I think you should sit down, Mr. Harding.' The man's face was etched with concern, softened by a life lived with books. Max made his way next to Sophia. As he walked around the table, the man began unfurling the scrolls and opening the books, which turned out to be ledgers. When Max was seated, he began, "'I am sorry to hear of your father's passing, Mr. Harding. He brought a lot of business to our firm on the understanding of our reputation for discretion. We have had many powerful men as clients in the past. It's no secret that we've acted for the Rock and Roth families in the past, as well as most of the wealthiest families of Europe. Your fortune was slightly different for a number of reasons.' Max's ears began to ring. My fortune? Did I hear that right? First I'm instructed to give you this. He handed a scroll with a mark of a seal in wax next to a signature Max didn't recognize. I am to provide a brief background and then let you familiarize yourself with the documents and the contents within. Max's face was a mix of disbelief and shock. He looked briefly at the scroll and put it aside, preferring to hear it from Gren directly. Your father was not a wealthy man, you must understand, but he was wise and wanted to protect the most precious thing he had in the world, you. Gren paused for effect, but received only a cynical look from Max. You may have wondered at the differences in names between yourself and your father's wife. It is because your name was given as a shield to protect you from enemies. Enemies? Are you sure you have the right person? Max couldn't keep quiet any longer. The whole escapade was becoming farcical. It was also destabilizing his memory of himself and his father. There is a reason your father left you. Your entire family was killed, and they didn't know about you. My family died in an accident. They weren't killed. Max was sweating. He sat forward in his seat. I will leave you all the documents. You can determine that for yourself. The main concern for your father was that you weren't killed. He was never able to find out who was behind his wife's, your mother's, murder. Significant sums were spent trying to track down the agents behind this, to no avail. I'm sorry, Mr. Gren, but none of this makes sense. I'm sure this is a lot to take in. You'll need time. This firm is at your disposal if and when you need us. 
Thank you, but I'm not sure if I can afford this. Max looked around and shrugged. Mr. Gren laughed genuinely and caught his secretary off guard. She looked mortified at his behavior. Mr. Harding, my good man, you are richer than the Queen of England. 